episode 34, Shannon Graham. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Words they live by. For example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin yang, the alpha round, and their wake up question to finish. If you'd like to sponsor any or all of the Awaken Your Alpha podcasts, just get in touch. Uh, we are currently in over 70 countries and with over 10,000 downloads in 48 of the America states. And uh, UK is our biggest market so far, closely followed by United States and then Australia. So get in touch today, whether you've got a, a product, a book, a launch, or something that's going on, or you're just a big bad boy company who wants to have a regular spot, we can do you a great deal. So get in touch, get in, get in, get in touch, and get in contact with your inner alpha. Get to the podcast. Right, guys, today we have Shannon Graham. He is the mentor coach. He is a motivational speaker, self-help author, success mentor. Um, he's helped loads of individuals and businesses reach their goals through a wide range of effective life changing strategies. More clients, more money, and more fun. Um, there's lots more I could say about him. He's been recognized across the globe as a premier motivational speaker and self-help and within the self-help and coaching industry. Um, and there's just so much to say. I think we'll get, I don't want to have your whole episode as just your intro. So firstly, Shannon, are you ready to awaken your alpha? <laughs> I'm ready. Good stuff. Could you want to just add to my uh, very brief or it's quite a long intro to you? Um, anything that you think I missed massively there? No, I, I think that's a great introduction, my friend. Ah, cheers. Good stuff. So I, I think I'm going to go straight for, have you got a, an, like an alpha or a quote that you live your life by on a daily basis? Yeah. Um, what, I, what I decide every morning is that what I get in life, what I, what I experience, what I receive, what I um, help other people achieve is a function of how badly I want that outcome. So essentially, all the results that I produce for myself or for other people really comes down to a decision of whether I want them to happen or not. And so, you know, the, the motto is really what you get in life is a, is a function of how badly you want it. Nice. I like it. Um, I'm going to go slightly off the point here. I'm just, how old are you, man? Because you are, you are a fresh-faced, baby-faced assassin. You're a good-looking dude. How old are you? <laughs> I appreciate that. I, I've, uh, I've, I've got a wife as well. Don't worry. <laughs> hey, you know, I don't, whatever floats your boat, man. Uh, um, I'm 31. Ah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm around there. I'm 33, I think. Yeah, 33. Whatever. You know you're getting slightly old when you can't remember how old you are. So. <laughs> cool. Okay, good stuff. Well, um, what do you get up to on a daily basis then? We've said about, you know, being a, a motivational speaker and you've got lots of coaching clients. What would like an average day look like for you? I mean, do you do many interviews or are you usually talking to clients over the internet? I've been doing, I've been doing more interviews recently, um, but I don't do them a lot. Yeah. Um, and that kind of falls into to my philosophy that we can talk about later. But uh, 
You know, honestly, a typical day for me is pretty, pretty simple. You know, I'll have maybe a, a small handful of clients to talk to. Um, and that's about it. And nice. Yeah. You know, I've designed it that way. That is perfect. I, I like the sound of that. Just helping people and getting results quality. Um, what's your alpha origins? What's the backstory? You want to find out like before all of this, all the success coach and all the motivational speaker. Cause you, again, it's not the sort of thing you can just like roll out of high school and go straight into this. Cause you, you've got to have some life experience. You've got to, you know, you've got to find your way. What's your origins? Where are you originally yeah. from? Sure. Um, well, I'm originally from Vermont. Um, and so as the story goes, you know, I had a pretty rough childhood and, uh, you know, by the time I was 15, I was involved with drugs, alcohol, and crime. Blimey. Yeah. Uh, and so I woke up one morning and I asked myself, where am I going to end up if I continue down this road? And the answer was, I'll probably end up in jail or worse. Yeah. And the next question was, well, is that my destiny? You know, because I'm a big believer in destiny. And, and jail or worse didn't seem like a very appealing destiny to me. Hell you know? no. Yeah. <laughs> so the next question was, so the question was, is that my destiny? And the answer was no. So I said, okay, that's good. But then the next question was, well, then what is my destiny? And the answer was, I don't know. <laughs> but that invoked in me, I think, what one of the most powerful um, human emotions that we can experience, which is curiosity. I got amazingly curious about, well, what is my destiny? What am I destined to do? And I said, well, I don't know, but I want to find out. I'm curious enough to find out. And so I said, well, I can't find out what my destiny is in this current state that I'm in right now. I have to change. I have to become someone better. So yeah. how do I do that? And unfortunately, I didn't have a lot of great resources. And, and so luckily, I was kind of a do-it-yourselfer. And so I decided to immerse myself in self-help. And so I studied self-help, I studied success technology, um, and I completely transformed my life um, at a very young age. I did about a year's worth of work on myself. Yeah. So by about age 16, I completely turned myself around. Whoa. Um, my, I changed my diet, I changed my beliefs, I changed my thoughts, my feelings, my actions, my results. That's interesting. I was going to ask actually. So when you're 15, just give yeah. us a rundown of what what you were like. Were you out of shape? Were you miserable? Were you dep depressed? You know, like how? The thing is, I, I wasn't. I was. I was. Uh, you know, ge my genetics naturally. I'm. I'm a thinner guy. My yeah. mom is. Thin, my dad is thin. So it's not like overweight runs in my yeah. family. But that doesn't mean you can't be out of shape. Yeah. So I was certainly not in the best shape I could be, but, but more so in, in my head is where a lot of the work needed to go. My beliefs, you know, my self-worth wasn't there. My beliefs about what was possible for myself wasn't there. Um, so that's where a lot of the radical change had and to happen. What, what happened, obviously, so 
when you're 15, you obviously you've had a few months where you're in that state and you're not in a good place. But what, what made it finally, you know, was there an actual incident or is it just the accumulation of like, I've had enough of this, something needs to change? Um, well, it was, it was really waking up that morning and asking yeah. myself where I was going to end up if I stayed on the road that I was on. So, you know, they say that there's really two primary motivators, which is basically like the whip and the carrot, right? Yeah. Well, the whip was, well, I don't want to end up down there. Yeah. And, and the carrot was, I want to find out what's down there. So I had, I had both really strong um, motives to get out of where I was. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. What was, even when, so you did that big, that sort of a real solid year of turning yourself around to 16. Um, yeah. What, what happened then? Because you're still a young guy, 16, still is like, so, who knows what you're going to do? Well, at that point, so, so a very interesting thing happens when you experience profound shifts in your life. Um, it's, it's human nature to want to share that with other people. You know, it's like you read a really good book or you see a really good movie or you do something really cool. You oh, naturally yeah. want to tell other people about it. Yeah. When I see a good movie, you can't shut me up about it. I feel like I have to let everyone know and they have to see right. it. <laughs> right. Right. So, so imagine if that was your life, imagine if your life was that profound movie and you didn't want to just share your story with other people. You wanted other people to experience that same thing. So by age 16, I was, I was like pseudo coaching people at school. Like I would show up to school <laughs> and people, you know, literally like the way that I moved, the way that I breathed, just the way that I showed up was totally different. Yeah. And people couldn't help but, you know, talk to me about some of the challenges that they had. And I, and I'm a very, you know, one thing that you'll know about me is that I am one of the most absolute simplistic people that you'll meet. I hate complexity. I oh, hate, yeah. um, Hey, I'm a simple, I'm a simpleton here as well. Uh, yeah. I can't yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> well, 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 and here's why this is, this is the major reason why is because in the world of self-help, there's so much that you can learn that what happens to most people is they learn everything and they do nothing, <laughs> right? That's the big yeah. dilemma because information does not lead to transformation. It's a big distinction. And so the big turning point for me with self-improvement was I learned all this stuff. I actually, I actually took an accelerated learning course um, so I could speed read and like quantum memory so that I could absorb all this information. And then what I realized was I knew all this shit, but I wasn't changed, I wasn't yeah. different. So that's when I came to the conclusion that what you know doesn't make you who you are. And so I said, okay, I actually have to integrate this. So I took all the information and I chunked it down into some very, very simplistic beliefs or strategies or steps that I could follow what was powerful about that is when it was my time to turn around and, and help somebody else, I had a very distilled, very potent ability to get straight to the source yep. and explain how to help someone in a very simplistic way. Um, 
So in high school, people would come to me and I'd say, oh, just do this and then do that. And then, you know, everything will be cool. And they were like, uh, okay. And, but they were, they were at least willing to try it. Yeah. And they would come back the next day or they'd come back the next week and they'd be like, oh, dude, that thing that you said really made a difference. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it cool. was in that moment when I was like, huh. This helping people thing, really, there's something to this. Yeah, you're onto something that here. It's so good to get it, like, get it so early. And like you say, you kind of fell into it. It's just kind of, like you, you said, you believe in destiny. That sounds like absolute destiny. And it's just Yeah, great. I mean, it's it great was huge. It's so young. Between 21 and 31, what was yeah. one of your biggest mistakes? A real clanger, like you, you, <laughs> you had a bad day at the office. or like I'm I'll tell you. Me. Taking on clients that were that I knew before <laughs> I started working with them that they were not a good fit. Oh man, you got to go with your gut on this. This this kills me. This one, yeah. Biggest, biggest mistake. Yeah. Biggest mistake. Um, for a lot of reasons, and I could get into all the finite reasons of why it's a bad idea. Oh man, I could talk to you with that for ages because yeah, that 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 winds me up as well. <laughs> I've done it. But the bottom line is. The bottom line of, of the lesson for those of you who are listening is ultimately there's two real major lessons here. The first lesson is always do what you know is right because it's really fucked up if you know something is wrong and you do it anyway. You couldn't be, it couldn't be worse than that because it's like you, you are willingly going against what you know is the right thing to do in that moment. So it, you're almost asking for trouble right then and there. <laughs> before it even happens. And you're going to so get it. So first of all, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Second of all, I believe if you're going to help people, if you're going to be a consultant or a coach or whatever it is, if you're going to be in that world, then it is your kind of moral obligation to think about who are the people that I can serve to the highest level. And the people that you know aren't a good fit, right off the bat, you know you're not going to be able to serve them to the highest level. So that's kind of already doesn't fit the criteria. We're going to mix it up. This is the yin-yang round. All right. Okay. Pizza or pasta? Pasta. Okay. Hot tub or sauna? Sauna. Basketball or football, American football? Uh, basketball. Schwarzenegger or Stallone? Schwarzenegger. <laughs> England or Australia? England. San Francisco or New York? Oh, New York. Jason Bourne or James Bond? Bond. If you're getting chased, bear or shark? Is it, is it going to come down to a fist fight? Well, it depends how fast you are, I guess. You've got to take your chances. I guess. Um, I would probably... I would have to say, you can't outrun a bear. This is one of the things. If you, yeah, I can't on, on outswim a shark. I can promise you that. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's going to come down to a fight. And if that... <laughs> If we're, if we're getting down to nitty gritty, the gloves are coming off. Who are you taking down? I, I think I'd rather fight. If I, I'll tell you what, if I'm getting chased by one of those mothers, <laughs> and if it's coming down to brass tacks, and I got to fight one of those bitches, I would rather take on a bear. <laughs> awesome. Because if I'm going to fight one of them, I might as well fight the bear. 
because the shark, you know, that's his native territory. He's got the upper hand, but at least on land, you know, if I could get yeah. a roundhouse kick or two yeah. in there. I'm not saying you can, you can get tooled up and everything. You can get like weapons, you know, it might be something lying on the floor. Who knows? Anyway. No, no. If, if I, if I was going to have to fight one, they don't get any weapons, right? So if <laughs> no. they don't get any weapons, then I'm just going to go at it with my bare hands. <laughs> Slightly off the point. Have you seen that film, um, The Grey, with Liam Nielsen? I saw that recently. Have you seen it? Once? I haven't seen it, but well, I'd okay. fight me some you've just, you've just reminded me. You've just reminded me of that film, so you need to watch <laughs> that. The last scene is how I picture you now. It's a beauty. I won't ruin it for you, but it's, <laughs> it's wolves. It's, right. not, it's not bears. All right, this is the complete blank around. If I was ever to visit your hometown, I should... Uh, hang with me. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so, rubbish question sorry <laughs> okay your best friend would describe you as a maverick if you were going down to the bar with a famous celebrity for a drink it would be um adam walker <laughs> game on book it in that's easy he's easy, easy <laughs> come on now i've got to step these questions up they're too simple <laughs> last time you were drunk was oh man uh it's been a while probably like two months, three months. I was out with one of my, my newer buddies, which was cool. Cause you get that kind of like, I love you, bro, you know, <laughs> connection. Yeah, the early stage of a bromance. Lovely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you were to eat, had to eat one food for, for the rest of your life, it would be. I'm going to say oatmeal. Ah, you will be powered up. You'll be able to go for hours. There you go. Okay. Oatmeal. What is your favorite movie and why? It's it's subject to change, but as of right now, I'll I'll say Slumdog Millionaire. That's a cool film. That's a good one. Yeah, English director, eh? Represent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Was there ever a? I mean, like you say, you ten years of professional coaching, like full on. Is there ever a, a time when you thought you you really brought your A game, your alpha game, and you either really performed up to your standard or you helped someone? almost outperform what you thought they were capable of or what you was capable a moment when you thought you you've done pretty good here that ha that's a regular occurrence <laughs> this is the yoda question so this is where okay. i'm asking you is there someone who helped awaken your alpha along the path i mean at the moment you've talked about it seemed like there was more sort of books and study that and sort of yourself but was there any sort of figures either if there's inspirational or actually in contact with you that helped you um the first of which was tony robbins I got Lessons in Mastery, which is like a six CD set. That was like one of the first, first self-improvement things that I ever got. But Lessons in Mastery, it's, it's, it's actually one of his most unknown products. Most people don't know that he has that product because like, you know, Get the Edge and Personal yeah, Power. Like, I think the big I've ones. heard of most of them. I don't think I've heard that one. That's that. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's like the like secret this. one. Yeah, I like this. But, I like secrets on our show. This is good. I'm telling you, I got lots of secrets. Uh, <laughs> lessons, lessons in mastery. I'm telling you, it's only six CDs, but they're they're so powerful. Uh, Mike Littman was a big one. Mike Littman is like a, he's like an, uh, he's like an OG self improvement um, internet marketer guy. He's been around for a while, cool. and uh, he kind of helped me get my start. Uh, Kevin Nations is a big one. Oh yeah, um, Kevin's yeah. Kevin's a great guy. He's helped me with a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, those three, um, you know, it's like Tony Robbins helped me with like a lot of my inner game type stuff. Yeah. 
Um, Mike Littman helped me with a lot of like business as far as like when I, when I got on the scene, I had no clue like what was possible or how to do it or anything like that. And Mike kind of straightened me out with that. And then once I was in the game, Kevin was like, all right, here's how you kind of take it to the next level. Here's how you can kind of simplify it. Here's how you can yeah. kind of, you know, do it differently. We're to the alpha round now. So this is where you're going to give us all your best alpha tools and resources. And I think we'd take that little Tony Robbins one and put that in your alpha round because that, that all sounds right. awesome. Um, yeah. Have you got any particularly, maybe a favorite book or two um, that you would like to recommend to our listeners? Sure. Um, there's a book that's, that's really not very well known at all. More secret stuff. I got a lot of like secret stuff that just no one knows about. And, and I won't say that that's like out. what yeah. makes me who I am, but I'll say that it's a huge part of it. Having secret <laughs> is cool. <laughs> so there's a book <laughs> that no one knows about called Adventures in Ideas. Ah, Adventures in Babysitting is a cool film. I thought he was going to get on there. <laughs> it's a classic 80s film, by the way. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, but Adventures in Ideas, Alfred Whitehead. And then there's a book that most people, some people know about, some people don't, called The Science of Getting Rich. Mm. You've never heard of it? No. I love having secrets because people do stuff like that <laughs> all the time. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I like you know, like think and grow rich, right? Yeah. Okay. That's, been, recom that's been recommended about. That's been recommended. I think maybe four times already, at least. I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. Which is why I didn't say it because I got the secret. Cool. Who's that by? It's like it's like a hundred pages. You can find it uh, online. Sim simple as well. I like that. <laughs> but it's super profound. It's super profound. It's like the secret of like most of the old school big time like baller guys yeah. they all were in on that book that's cool that's a couple of hours done like you could do that in the evening that's brilliant i like that oh yeah cool. yeah, yeah. What's, have you got a particularly alpha low-tech resource you use daily and a high-tech super gadget or something that you really you'd, you'd probably cry if i pulled it away from you low-tech is every every day i do journaling yeah i journal every day and it's not you know, at this, it's so funny at this day and age, you've got all this crazy shit for journaling. Like you have apps and you have different like journals that are specifically made for journaling and like whatever. Um, but that's pretty low tech that has a, has a extremely profound result and high tech. Um, as we speak, I was going to say, I, I'm, I'm using my phone right now. I was going to say, yeah, this is on your phone. This is, and it's pretty decent. Yeah, well, this is a Samsung Note 3, I'll have you know. Oh, is, is that one of them ones that almost like a, a tablet? It's like a cinder block that you hold up to your head. <laughs> this, yes, yeah, the one you don't need an iPad or an iPad mini when you've got one of these phones, definitely. Yeah, right. This, this phone right now, Adam, I can tell you from a, from a lifestyle perspective, because if today's about the ultimate lifestyle, yeah. that at this point, I can do almost 100% of my business just with this phone. That is quality. And because, you know... I was going to so, say, so, say, mate, you look quite stressed for this interview. You're chilling out on the sofa, just chatting on your phone. <laughs> yeah, right. And, yeah. and when this conversation is over, I'm probably going to be more or less doing the same thing. From, from what that actually looks like standpoint, 
is, you know, the majority of my clients I speak to on the phone, whether that's just on the cell or Skype or whatever, from a marketing standpoint, um, you know, I don't do any like paid marketing. I don't do like PPC or media buys or any of that stuff that you would really need to be dialed into like a PC or a laptop to look at all that, that. So that's off the table. The marketing that I do do is either very simple and I can do it from my phone or I have outsourced and it's just happening in the yeah. background and I just get the leads and call them. And ultimately, on. you just get ridiculous results, job done, referrals. Yeah, well, if you've spent any amount of time like paying attention to me or what I do, the people that I help speak far louder than any type of things I say about myself or any self-promotion that I do. Found that that's absolutely the best way to build your business is let your results speak for you. Cool. What's one of your personal sort of daily alpha habits that you do? I've got five and I'll share them all with you. How about that? Do it. The first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning is I meditate. For 30 minutes. We live in such a day and age of like everyone's trying to get at you, everything's busy, you know, as soon as people wake up, they're connected to their phones. <laughs> so being able to disconnect for 30 minutes, because I believe how you start your day is how you finish, and how you start your week is how you finish your week, and how you finish your week is how you finish your month and your year. And everything it's all connected so giving yourself that 30 minutes in the morning is is really powerful uh, the next thing I do is I drink uh, about eight ounces of water I think he's gonna say I drink <laughs> yeah I drink a lot of alcohol <laughs> the day just flies <laughs> and it just goes by I you know that's why it's so simple no <laughs> I'm just kidding eight ounces of water um, and then I and then I do some gratitude Starting the day with gratitude, I think, really makes a big difference as well. Do you use your journal for this at all? I know some people no, use uh, so I, I do kind of like, it's a combination. In the, in the morning, I don't use the journal. I only do the journal at night, but I recap the gratitude at the end of the day. So the third thing I do is I take supplements. I'm a huge, huge believer in supplements because even people who eat really well still can benefit from taking supplements because generally you don't get a lot of some of those powerful things in just what you eat. Um, and, I'm, and I'm huge on maximizing your energy and your potential and, and your body. End of the night, make sure that I journal because that, again, it's kind of like a great way for me to recap the day. Just as, just as important as it is to wake up and get your mind clear, it's important before you go to sleep to really focus on some specific things rather than just having your rampant thoughts kind of in your head as you wind down at the end of the day. What I like about that, the journal as well, obviously all the benefits you mentioned, but just the fact in today's day and age, that means you're guaranteed not to be near anything electronic. It's just pen and paper and just wind yeah. it down away from gadgets and just noise and just bleh. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, yes. Second of all, um, I'm a huge believer in that if you don't influence yourself, then something else will. So there's that. And second of all, if you don't consciously influence yourself in a positive way, you'll most likely unintentionally influence yourself in a negative way, awesome. just because that's the way that it is. Dude, there's so many nuggets. What's some of the best advice you've ever received? Uh, always, always do your best. 
You know, my grandfather. I had, I had that when I was young. That's that. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> it's a great one. As simple as it is, as kind of like father to son as it is, mm-hmm. you can't you can't do much better than that because it comes to anything that I do, whether it's writing a book or giving a speech or working with a client or or doing something for myself, whether it's working out at the gym or or anything really. How can I give my best? And my best always improves. But I always know whether I'm giving my best or not. And so this is, this is a good distinction because the marketplace, if you're just a little bit better than everyone else, the marketplace will think you're a lot better than everybody else. So it's very easy for people to observe you and be like, oh, that Adam Walker guy, like he's a badass, you know, look <laughs> at him. He's cool. I have to and say, I just have to say something, jump in there. Like, it's, it's interesting you said because there are obviously there's quite a few podcasts out there. I won't lie to you. And we are currently number one in business, health and education. I'm loving the education because I'm an ex-teacher. But in my mind, like you said, there's a lot of podcasts out there. But seriously, I, I, I haven't listened to that many, honestly. But when I listen to them, I think, did they really do their best or are they doing something else? And the podcast is like just an add-on or they've just they've chucked something they did into a podcast. It's almost... I, I, I think if they honestly ask themselves, is that their best in that podcast? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. As, as, simple as, a, as simple as a philosophy as it is to give your best, only about 2% of the people do it. And if you think about it, if you observe the people in sports, music, business, life, the 2% are the ones who give their best. Those are the, then that's why they experience results that are at the highest level. That's why I'm willing to bet that this program is at the top. You can't, you don't get to the top by accident. Yeah. You don't get to the top by not giving your best. Awesome, man. I love it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is your final <laughs> set of questions. It's the wake up question. If you were to All wake right. up tomorrow, you're still sitting on the sofa with your phone. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll let you have your phone. <laughs> but you've got nothing else. You've got your close family. You've got none of your contacts. Your business has just disappeared somehow. You're at square one, clean slate. You've got no mistakes under your belt, no successes under your belt. What would you do in that first week and why? The, way, the same way that I built my business in the beginning, I would just start over. I would do this exact same thing. Um, Could, what would that look like in that practical, like one day one? So again, because there's going to be people in, lots of people are thinking, this looks cool. I'm interested in this sort of stuff. Like, what would I do? I would figure out, before I hit the streets, I would figure out, because I'm, because I'm guessing I'd have like no contacts on Facebook, no nothing, right? Nope. So if that's the case, then before I did anything, before I took any action, I would think to myself, okay, what, I would, I would make sure that I knew what I was bringing to the world that was of value. What is it specifically that I bring to the world that is of value? And I would make sure that that was very clear. Yeah. And the second question would be, who can benefit the most from what I have to offer? And once I had those two questions answered, you've got 90% of the game figured out. Yeah, and you're ahead of, you're ahead of 90% of the game probably as well. because honestly, honestly, you probably are because a lot of the chuckleheads in the industry right now don't even have one or two figured out. Yeah to the degree that they should. Maybe they've got it figured out a little bit, but you know, 99% of a car still doesn't run. <laughs> awesome. Right. Brilliant. Absolutely perfect. So 
Um, are there any questions that you really wanted me to ask or wished I'd asked and I didn't? I missed the boat. Well, today was kind of, well, today's about the ultimate lifestyle. Yeah, I think we need to touch on that a bit more. What, let's just, I say, you mentioned it there then. I was just, I think I should ask some questions. What do you think are some key components? Maybe not necessarily how to get it, but what do you think are key components of the ultimate lifestyle? Sure. So there's a couple, there's a couple components to the ultimate lifestyle. First of all, the being able to live the ultimate lifestyle is a function of knowing what the ultimate lifestyle is. And it's different for everyone. So often in the marketplace, we see people who have certain lifestyles and we think that that's what we want, but we don't really know why we want that. We just think it's cool, but sometimes we get it and we realize it's not what we want. So a very clear understanding of what the ultimate lifestyle for you is, is important. Number one, number two, your map or your strategy to achieve the ultimate lifestyle should be the most simplistic and the most efficient way to to get there. Um, Because the ultimate lifestyle will either take you the rest of your life to achieve or will take you much shorter than that, depending on your map of, of what you believe is necessary to get there, right? So for example, when it comes to like marketing or building your business or whatever, there's a really complicated, long way to do it. And there's a very simplistic, efficient way to do it. And so I would encourage people to think about what is the most simplistic, efficient way that I can get there because by human nature, we tend to overcomplicate things. Okay, beautiful. Right. Um, what is the best way people can get hold of you, get in contact with you if they want to work with you or just find out a bit more about you? Because it's been absolute just nuggets of knowledge bombs left, right and centre here today. Yeah, um, the best way uh, would either be to go to my website, which is thementorcoach.com mm-hmm. um, or honestly to just connect with me on Facebook. Yep. Lovely jubbly, right. We're definitely done here because um, I've, got, I've got an interview in about four minutes, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, you got to roll. Okay, brother. Sounds good. Cool. Cheers. See you later, man. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. If you'd like to sponsor any or all of the Awaken Your Alpha podcasts, just get in touch by any of the means possible. Uh, we are currently in over 70 countries and with over 10,000 downloads. 48 in the America states and uh, UK is our biggest market so far closely followed by the United States and then Australia so get in touch today whether you've got a, a product a book a launch or something that's going on or you're just a big bad boy company who wants to have a regular spot we can do you a great deal check out this fantastic podcast do the little guy a favor subscribe and review it'll help get him off my back the awaken your alpha podcast Live limitless.